0: Hey, church family, I hope that you are enjoying your week scattered on mission as the church. Um, today, And in our podcast, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. My guest again is my friend, Andy Baker, pastor of First Baptist Church of Olo and a PhD student down at New Orleans Seminary, my alma mater, go NOBTS. Hey, Andy, welcome back. Hey, glad to be here. Man, I appreciated yesterday very much. I hope that the whole church did, and I'm excited about today. So today, we're talking about Jesus again, the favorite topic of the church. And today, we're going to talk about how Jesus was full man. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that he was fully God, and today we're going to talk about the fact that Jesus was fully man. And so, Andy, thanks for coming to help
1: walk through this with us. Yeah, sure. Thanks.
0: Excellent. All right. Fire away, man.
1: Well, I think when we consider Jesus as fully man, we first have to consider his birth. I mean, in order to be humanity, right, sure. you've got to be born, right? And so we are uh, drawn to the humanity of Christ with the virgin birth. And Scripture is very clear. Uh, we, we we can turn there easily, learn easily uh, that Jesus was conceived in the womb of Mary by the work of the Holy Spirit apart from a human father, Matthew one eighteen. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And you know a question immediately that comes to my mind when I think about the virgin birth or I think about the birth of Christ why did it happen this way? Right. Why did it have to happen
0: so, this way? So when God was ready to redeem the world he could have rolled the
1: clouds back and sent Jesus down in a chariot. That's right. right. That's no, right. But that's not what he chose to do. That's right. And so there's a few reasons uh, in considering why it had happened this way. First it continues the biblical storyline that salvation belongs Belongs to the Lord, uh, and uh, fully God. We talked about Jonah 2:9. The salvation belongs to the Lord. Well, uh, in in it taking place this way. Um God did it, you know, through the Holy Spirit, that Jesus would become human. And so it remains true uh, for being fully God. Second, the virgin birth enables the uniting of full deity and full humanity in one person. Apart from Christ being born, uh, the the deity of God and the humanity of God would not be united in the way that they are with what we're talking about, Jesus being fully God uh, and fully human. And so in God's infinite wisdom, he combined humanity, he combined uh, divinity through the birth of Jesus Christ. And when you think about it, uh, had Jesus been conceived through a human father, Joseph, if you will, opposed to the Holy Spirit, then Jesus would be just like any of us. So to, so to
0: be super clear, you know, um, and there are heresies in the church that sort of believe that Jesus was born fully human, Joseph and Mary. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit sort of anointed him later. That's, right. That's not
1: the case at all. That's not the case. No. And
0: how like it's mind bending and beautiful to think that the divine God who loves us would want to walk as one of us. That's right. That Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that a member of the Trinity would be born in the womb of a woman. And I mean, from, from a moment of conception, you know, the Holy Spirit and Mary would take on human flesh. That's right. Can you, right. I, this is crazy for me, just, and I know you've got lots that you want to bring, so I don't want to slow you down too no, much, Amy,
1: but how crazy is it that an eternal God would spend nine months in a womb. Yeah. It's mind boggling. When you think about when you think about I have three kids, you have kids. When you right. think about everything that goes into taking care of a small child or an Absolutely. infant or a baby and, and many the many things that go with that, you know, that's yes. that was Jesus. That right. was God. That was the eternal God. Yeah, and to me right now, that's just the most beautiful, like, intimate love of Heavenly sure. Father for, for humanity, that he would come and walk among us. Think about way. the humility involved in Christ becoming human. Christ even learning, Christ coming into understanding, as Scripture tells us, as he had a human body, he had a human mind, yep. he had human emotions. He felt and learned very similar the, that we do. And so uh, he, he He walked many of the same paths that we do. He felt saw he felt heartache he was hungry he was thirsty all of those things so
0: to imagine you know in in God's nature perfection you know he is he has everything that is desirable and good everything that he needs like he doesn't have any needs and part of that is therefore he doesn't have to change doesn't change doesn't suffer change because he's not but then to come and have an empty stomach for the first time yeah um unbelievable unbelievable to 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 grow in flesh yeah. unbelievable yeah. okay so as we began to develop our faith following the footsteps of Jesus like to know that our high priest was fully human yeah. um that 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 god chose to love us and come among us and that that his that his his back was sore that his feet hurt yeah. that he you know, he felt the sting of an insult yeah. i mean yeah. so Powerful for me. Jesus sure. is fully sure. human. Andy, what have, what have you got for us?
1: Well, when you can... consider the humanity of Christ and, and what we're talking about and everything that Jesus experienced, even, even from, from birth to his death, it is great comfort and strength for us because yeah. you and I are feeble. We are right. weak. We have struggles. We have hurts. And we do not serve a God that is far off. But we serve a God who has come very near to us, so much so that he humbled himself uh, in becoming an infant and then growing in this life. He has come very near to us in Jesus Christ. And so he is so near to us, our God that he has felt what we have felt he understands our struggles he understands our heartache he understands the struggles of a fallen creation and has felt many of the same things that we have felt and hebrews 4:15 and 16 is very clear about this for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need now i think that uh, i think that that we're prone to forget about Jesus' humanity. I think that we're prone to think that he was some kind of superhuman, not affected by the pains of this world because he was sinless. However, uh, yes, Jesus was without sin. We can say that confidently and boldly. Uh, yes, Jesus was fully God and fully man, but Jesus still experienced the world very much like we do. And like I mentioned earlier, he had a human body. He had emotions. He had thirsting and hungering uh, for sustenance. He had a soul. He had uh, all of those things. He wept in times of trouble. You know, he, he experienced heartache. You think about the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus is praying and begging God, if it be your will, let this oh, yeah. cup pass from me. I'm right sweating uh, drops of blood. You for, know? 40 days he's
0: fasting and praying in the wilderness and that was 40 days of truly fasting. Yeah. You know, I think he's on the cross and he says, I thirst That's and right. his
1: mouth is parched. That's right. But what separates him from us and what is truly remarkable is that even in the midst of those things, even in the midst of those temptations that we feel, even in the midst of all those things, he had all of these things, yet he was still sinless. All of these things, but he never had an impure thought. He never had an impure motive. He never uh, thought ill of someone. He never wanted to harm anyone. Although feeling the full weight of sin and the temptations that we face, he was without sin. That's awesome. And so this is where Jesus sympathizes with us, Ben. Uh, When we think about our own lives, we think about what's small. We think about the, the heartaches we have. We think about the struggles we have. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, God who took on flesh, Sympathizes with us in that. He feels that with us. He understands that with us. And because he understands that and feels us, because God, the deity, wanted to draw so near to us that he could, that he could relate with us to a degree, if you will, in our humanity, yeah. he calls you and I, he calls all of us to approach him and seek help in the time of need and he says to us I will give you mercy because I know yeah. what it feels like
0: and I, I love know. the fact that like in, so in the Christian gospel you've got a God who not only is he choosing to be intimate and close rather than distant like he's not just sitting in heaven watching he's coming and walking among us no. but not, on, not only that but like in a very real way he's not pretending to be human right you know like he's he's not walking around as a God taking on a human body That's for right. for a minute just pretending that he's one of us like he was born among us. He died a human death. Like he, from the cradle to the grave, chose
1: to be us. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And you think about humanity. He had to take on flesh so that he could die for us. That's right. So that he could be a sacrifice for and us, and it
0: wasn't a pretend death that he didn't suffer. Like that's he, right, he truly went through every phase of it.
1: That's right.
0: Um, I'm thinking about Philippians chapter two, right? Sure,
1: now. yeah, the kenosis.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, I want to read just just a little bit. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit. And of one mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking for your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his own advantage. A lot of texts say held on to or grasped or clung Mm -hmm. to. Rather, he made himself nothing, emptied himself, kenosis. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. It's unreal. It's powerful to me that Jesus, who was the very nature God, Triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That means that Jesus from eternity past and into eternity future has always existed. That's right. Chose to be born of a woman and become human, take on human flesh and emptied himself. With the purpose of redeeming his people. Yes. And then Paul looks at that moment and says, all right, as I've studied my God, I'm looking at my church and I'm saying now put others ahead of yourself. Yeah. Like don't be driven by vain conceit, by selfish ambition. Yeah. Rather, like pour yourselves out for each other mm. and love each other. Yeah. Have the same mind that was in Jesus Christ. It's good. And then he walks us through the most powerful moment of redemptive history that God said, I'm, I'm coming to walk among you. I'm going to redeem you from, from your very nature. Yeah, it's good, man. It is yeah. awesome. So the early church would have known easily that Jesus was fully human
1: because sure. they saw him and they knew him. Yeah. <laughs> was, and this was, post-resurrection I ate with him.
0: Yeah. And then, but then once the church realized, but wait a minute, he was fully God. Yeah. Suddenly our our mind was turned into a pretzel, and we from that point on <laughs> had right. to wrestle how on earth could our Savior yeah, yeah. be fully God and fully man? And one of the most powerful and beautiful truths of all Christian theology. That's right. Andy, thanks for walking us through yeah, this. And good. so today as you go through a normal human life and you see people with your human eyes and you see their real struggles, I hope for a moment you'll pause and reflect on the love of God who came to us and wore our humanity and and lived as one of us and redeemed us. Uh, So let's land here. Let's end here. I think this is important. And we'll talk about this more in depth in a couple of weeks in the church. But wait a minute. So as Christ hangs on the cross, he's fully God. Therefore, he has a perfect an infinite supply of mercy to grant. Hmm. But he's fully man. And why was that important? Why was it important that Jesus was fully human
1: as he died on the cross to redeem humanity? He had to be human to die. He had to be human to be our substitute. He had to take on flesh to shed his blood as our substitute for our sins. And He He He's taken my place and I'm human. That's
0: right. And so God does this the That's way right. that it would work. That's right. Wow. Andy, thanks for being with us. I hope the church is blessed today as you scatter on mission. I hope that you will enjoy the Lord today. I hope you'll delight in Him deeply. Uh, I hope you have a blessed day. Thanks, Carterville. God bless.